You're listening to The Bob and Bo Show. Here are your hosts, Ty Bob, Ty Bo, and Sean. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I am Ty Bob, joined by Ty Bo and Sean. We are coming back to you for a week 17 NFL preview where we have got a ton of games coming up. Uh, Right now, specifically, we have got the Thursday night football game going on. It is the last one of the season. The Cowboys are taking on the Titans in Nashville. Um, I got to get it over here. Hey, Tyler, what's going on with this game? I tell you what. It's 10-6 at halftime. We got another dud of a game on Thursday night. And nobody can hang on to the goddamn ball in this game. You seeing what I'm seeing? I am. Because it's bad. Thank you, Tyler, for your halftime report. The current score is 10 to 6. Cowboys are up. I believe there have been quite a few turnovers on both sides, some fumbles, some interceptions, some dropped passes that should have been fumbles, uh, but they are hurting my fantasy team in the championship uh, game. So that's absolutely lovely. We do have a little bit of news to get into here really quickly. Um, some dysfunction that's coming over on the West Coast. Uh, earlier reporting coming from everybody across the league, the Raiders of Las Vegas have decided to bench Derek Carr in the final two games. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> Coming from Adam Schefter, like like uh, reporting being benched is hilarious. <laughs> Coming from Adam Schefter after the reports of Derek Carr's benching, uh, he did state while Jared Stidham uh, will be the new quarterback for the Raiders, his backup will also be quarterback uh, Chase Garbers. This leaves Derek Carr to be completely inactive on Sunday's game. Uh, Josh McDaniels shortly took the podium uh, later on uh, on uh, Wednesday Uh, He said that there is a lot to be sorted through once the season is over. Um, There is a lot of talk from Raiders fans, from media across the league. Um, Some things going on here about what happens with uh, Derek Carr at the end of the season. He has got some money. One of the things is in his clause, uh, in his contract, there's a clause about injuries and having to pay him a certain amount clause. of money, um, which is possibly one of the reasons why they have decided to bench him is they are thinking about moving off of him this season, whether it be trade or just cutting him and they could save some money per Brendan uh, Sugru. On Twitter, he said, per outside uh, OTC, the Raiders w- outside the cap, the Raiders would need to eat $31 million of dead cap if they traded Devontae Adams prior to the June 1st deadline, but they would save $29 million by moving or cutting Derek Carr. Uh, So it could end up being a net loss of $2 million and they would, uh, they could get a haul for Adams who only 
turned 30 this season. So now not only are the are we looking at them getting and moving away from Derek Carr as their starting quarterback? We're also talking about them moving off of a guy that they traded for in Green Bay, paid him $35 million a year on average, and starting back at square one completely. And that's if they do decide to get rid of Derek Carr, that is the route that they will have to go down. They will have to get rid of Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams will not stick around in this Raiders organization uh, without Derek Carr being there. He's going to end up on the Colts, man. That would be amazing. I think that's a real possibility. (laughs) It's a very real possibility. There are a few teams out there needing quarterbacks, so we'll need to keep our eyes open on things going on. Uh, There will be plenty of moves being made. Um, The Titans could also use a quarterback to move off of uh, uh, Tannehill as well. Uh, There was another report that shortly came after from Ian Rappaport about the Raiders. They have now officially placed defensive end Chandler Jones and linebacker Denzel Perriman on their injury reserve list. Uh, So everything is going wrong for the Las Vegas Raiders right now. And that fan base is having an absolute meltdown on Twitter. Uh, I do love seeing it. And more news, uh, starting off with injuries that will be benching quarterbacks. Ian Rappaport stated earlier on this week, the Dolphins coach Mike McDaniel tells reporters that quarterback Teddy Bridgewater will now be this week's QB. uh, And that uh, quarterback Tua Tungavailoa did suffer a concussion and should, quote, worry about his health first in quote that is his second concussion this season it is the third uh concussion protocol that he has gone into realistically i i personally believe uh if they had any say in it they should be shutting him down for the season uh if i was to advise to a uh, you know, if if I had that opportunity, I would also tell him that he should shut it down for the season uh, but we'll have to see where it all ends up And some more news about injuries from Ian Rappaport. After consulting with numerous experts, including Dr. William Myers in Philadelphia, Eagles Pro Bowl offensive tackle Lane Johnson will put off surgery on his torn adductor to rehab for two, maybe three weeks and will play in the playoffs per his sources. Man's got torn adductors. I don't know if you guys know where your adductors are. That is your core muscle. That is one of your cores. It is the adductor muscle. Um, it, it's, uh, roughly, uh, around in the oblique area, just shy of there. Uh, not, not something good for any player, uh, but most specifically an offensive line. PE teacher over awesome. here shaking his head. Yep. I know where those muscles are. Yeah, that doesn't feel good, man. <laughs> That's got, that like affects all you, like you feel that on every movement, like everything can't be comfortable. Even if with, with the rehab, man, That's your full core controls your entire body, whether you're walking, sitting, laying down, doesn't matter. Uh, if anything in there hurts, your entire body's messed up. I understand the desire to do what he's doing, though, because if this is a year that they feel like they can win the Super Bowl, you know, this is it. So it'd be one of his final years playing as well. He is not a spry young chicken anymore. Um, so true that. Something to, something to keep your eyes on. Uh, In more news uh, about the suspensions, we did talk about this during the Chiefs podcast. Uh, If you didn't listen to that, go back uh, and check out our preview of Chiefs versus Broncos. Uh, This one coming from Michael Signora, uh, appeals for office, uh, appeals officers 
Derek Brooks and James Thrash, jointly appointed by the NFL and the NFLPA, have reduced the discipline assessed to Randy Gregory and Ode Abushi, respectively, from one-game suspensions to fines of fifty thousand for Gregory and twelve thousand for Abushi. So neither of those players will be missing games outside of the injuries that we did talk about in the Chiefs podcast. Uh, they will now only be fined. Is that Derek Brooks, former Tampa Bay linebacker? Um, possible. Uh, it was appointed by the NFLPA, so I could could be. I did not do my research into that. Um, in more injury news, uh, somebody coming off of the IR list for uh, coming from Ari Mirov, the Giants are designating safety Xavier McKinney to return from reserve non-football injury list. Uh, McKinney did suffer a hand injury during the bye week and hasn't played since. He can now practice with the team, and it has opened his 21-day window. In some more injury news, not good news for the Ravens. Also coming from Ari Mirov, the Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson, as of Thursday, has missed an 11th straight day of practice due to the knee injury. It looks like Tyler Huntley is once again on track to start for Sunday night football against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Bad news for fantasy managers. Um, Not good news for the Ravens either. However, uh, Harbaugh has done a fantastic coaching job for them. And last week, we did see this player come off the injury reserve list and finally get into the game. This one comes from Adam Schefter to finish up our news here. The Commanders quarterback, Carson Wentz, will now be the starter on Sunday versus Cleveland. Wentz broke his right finger in October and later lost his starting job to Taylor Heineke. The commanders are seven, seven and one clinging to the NFC's seventh seed and final playoff spot. And will need wins to play big. They will need wins to play massively bigger than he's ever played in his entire career. <laughs> um, it, it, it's no, the, the Super Bowl year for the Eagles, he was playing great. He did, but this is get the ring himself. Like he has a <laughs> ring, but he didn't get the ring himself. Um, I think Nick Foles for that, buddy. I would say he has to come through in this game much more than he's come through in any other game in his entire career. Just more specifically because this could be, yeah, this this could be what breaks the camel's back on him. This could be the final straw in the NFL for him. He has bounced around to to three different teams now. Um, If he has any chance of wanting to be a, a starter in this league for any amount of time to come this is the game and games coming uh but this is where it starts i feel like this is a call down from upper management trying to get the commanders to lose on purpose so they don't make the playoffs so hopefully they can sell the team a little bit quicker be interesting Love i mean the coaching conspiracy theories i do like i mean at, at, at any point in time theories. you can sell the team um and we know that dan snyder doesn't really want to sell the team that'd be an interesting take i'd like to hear more on that i think sean was just trying to be oh i know i just want to i just want to know the uh, i I just want to know the thought process behind that he'll give you a five-page report next who would like that you know what i would like that we'll turn it into a verbal podcast as well it'll be great single spaced (laughs) 11.5 Oh, wonderful. My eyes already can see it now. No, they that can't. brings us. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be able to see it on the paper either. 
that brings us into uh, our final just the tips for the season. It's a sad, sad day. We'll have one review left of it. Uh, but this is championship week, folks. Players in the money. Players not trying to be the worst and get their punishment. We'll have to figure it out. So make sure you're listening to Sean here for his just the tips. Here we go. Last one. I'm the championship round. Let's hope I pull it out. Real nervous. Let's get it. Leave it in, bro. Leave it in. Don't pull it out. Don't pull it out. Leave it in. Okay, typo. Thanks for the advice on just the tips. Mm. You're not leaving it in. All right, quarterbacks here to start. Jared Goff against Chicago. Listen, he's been having a great year. He's playing the Bears. Shit defense. Why not? If you're starting Jared Goff in your championship match, you probably should have already had a quarterback there, but... You got Jared Goff instead. Next up, Aaron Rodgers against the Vikings. Vikings defense is suspect. Aaron Rodgers is on a hot streak right now. Coming up, look for him to go ahead and try to make the playoffs with this game. And uh, last quarterback to start here, who is truly a bust, but not this year. That is Trevor Lawrence against <laughs> Uh, you got to start him, man. He's been having a great, great last few weeks. He's been dealing with a toe injury, but he's coming alive a little bit and may shed that bus tag somewhere in the future, but not this year. Top five fantasy quarterback the last five weeks. He, he could go down very fast next year. Don't worry. Running backs, Cam Akers against the Chargers. Chargers have a questionable run defense. Cam Akers looks like he's actually doing Cam Akers things now. Three touchdowns last week against the Broncos. Look for him to build off that and keep going. Tyler Algier. Questionable name call earlier in the year. Still don't know if we got it figured out yet or not. <laughs> He's We've heard both. <laughs> no fines for that name. All guy. <laughs> Maybe a fine for that one. If no, I, that's the other pronunciation. I've, we've heard both. I did the Al- research. Algier, 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 Algier. I've never heard Algier. Algier. Write it down. Oh Al- Algier and Algier, bud. That's a fun. I could have swore I heard. Can't even Al-Gier. get the wrong pronunciation wrong. Right. This guy. Shut up. <laughs> Last running back, Deontay Foreman, going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Big, big week last week. Look for him to keep going. Division rival game. They could end up pulling this out and going on and taking the NFC South from Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. That Another player crazy. in this game, Chris Godwin. Buccaneers only show, throw short passes within five yards, and that is where Godwin excels. Look for him to have a big day. Devontae Smith against the Saints. Went off last week with Gardner Minshew. Look for him to do the same this week. I messed up last week. I will not make that mistake twice. It's going to and, come back to bite you. He's going to have a bad game. <laughs> yeah, that's how it always goes. Last wide receiver here, Christian Watson. Touchdown scoring machine in the second half of the season. Aaron Rodgers against the Vikings. If you remember correctly, the very first play of the season, Christian Watson dropped an easy touchdown pass. Walk-in touchdown against the Vikings. Look for him to make up for that in this game. Be on the lookout for him as well. He has been listed as a light participant the last few days in practice due to the hip. So 
We'll play. <laughs> Mark it. Tight ends. Cole Komet against the Lions. The Bears are going to be a frisky team in this, and they're going to be trying to score as much as they can because it is the Lions division rival. You want to try to win that game. Last tight end here. He's back. I believe it's the second week back. Darren Waller against the Niners. Jared Stidham is going to need a safety valve, and why not be Darren Waller? Why not? Start him. <laughs> Moving on to the Sidhams over here. Obvious first Sidham, uh, Derek Carr. He's no longer playing this year. Drop him right That's away. a cop out. That, that one doesn't count. That's just a <laughs> little shout out to him. Uh, Kirk Cousins. I like it. I like it. Kirk Cousins right here against the Packers. Are you playing in primetime? No, but it's not noon. He it's is the new noon. nightmare. 325 game. Not his time. We'll see. Justin Herbert against the Rams. Mm. Scooted me over last week on the start. Fifth worst quarterback in Chargers history. Yes. <laughs> He's going to continue that trend. <laughs> and last quarterback here, Josh Allen against the Bengals. Now, I know he's one of the top three fantasy quarterbacks in the year this year. He still struggles a lot. Very turnover prone. And the Bengals look to turn it up in the second half on defense. Look for him to have a rough game. Maybe he's the player of the quarterback this week that gets hurt, which will help us out in the playoffs. But we'll see. Running backs. Leonard Fournette against the Panthers. Like I said earlier with Chris Godwin, they like to throw the short passes, and they've been using a lot of running backs. Don't expect Fournette to do a whole lot in this game. Josh Jacobs against the Niners. Great running back. Great defense. Let's see what happens. You got Jared Stidham as the quarterback. Don't think that they're going to be moving the ball a whole lot to get him a lot of rushes. Bench the league leader in rushing yards. I'm going out with a fantasy bang. championship. <laughs> Going out with a bang, man. Najee Harris against the Ravens. Yeah. Frequent flyer on the sit list. <clears throat> Frequent flyer. One-time flyer on the start list, but that was a one-time thing. Look for him to have a bad game against the Ravens. This is prime time. Ravens are going to be fighting to try to keep the uh, AFC North seed or the spot in the playoffs instead of the Bengals, so we'll see what happens. Or the, no, the Bengals have it right now, don't they? Uh, I'm sorry, what was the question? Are the Bengals the top seed for the AFC North or the Ravens? Uh, it is currently Bengals. They've yeah, the game in hand. There. And we're going to finish off with the wide receivers and tight ends really quick here. Christian Kirk against Houston. Look for Trevor Lawrence to pass to everybody else. Look for Christian Kirk to have a rough game. Houston, Texas defense, decently solid at points. Jalen Waddell against the Patriots. No Tua. You got Teddy Two Gloves in there. He's going to be passing to Tyreek. And Mike Evans against the Panthers. Mike? Tom Brady has, I think, seven interceptions targeting Mike Evans this year. The most out of any receiver quarterback combo. It's not going good. He had a huge game the first time they played the Panthers, but don't see that happening again. Tight ends. Freaking flyer on both lists. David and Joku against Washington. 
Deshaun Watson is a mess there. Don't see anything good happening. Big mess. He's always been a mess. And Dawson Knox against the Bengals. Bengals defense could be pretty good. Dawson Knox was also questionable, as I saw on the report earlier. And that was just the tips. I like it. I like it. Tybo, give us your give us a grade of how you think it's going to go from that. And give grades on the review. I, what do you think it's going to be? I, I think it's gonna it's really going to hinge on that Josh Jacobs call, man. Like, if if you hit that Josh Jacobs, like I'd be willing to give you a B or something. Ooh, no matter what anybody else does. <laughs> Interesting. I, Everybody I, else has a shit week, and then Josh Jacobs sits. For what it's worth, there are also a lot of people um, talking about benching Josh Jacobs. I saw it on Twitter a lot today, uh, a little bit uh, last night. I, I've I've actually seen that quite a bit. I, it's, I like the call. There are a lot of uh, fantasy football professionals agreeing with sitting Josh Jacobs, given the issues that that they're seeing right now uh, with that organization. But that brings us from just the tips all the way over to the best damn power ranking you'll find across the land. Power ranking. Nice. Good fan. Record record that and make it our audio for our power ranking. We will, you know what? Loop it. Intro. Sean Sean is going to do that. He will. I'm going to send him this raw footage and he's going to get that moving on. Uh, But this best. Him power ranking this week. We are bringing you the top 10 best coaches in the league this season. It was very hard. We had to talk about this a lot. I'm going to get right down into it. Sean is going to kick us off with number, uh, no, excuse me, Tybo. Who's who's taking the odds here? Uh, got the evens. You got the evens. Oh. All right, then. I thought we had some honorable mentions, though. Oh, we do have honorable mentions. I we'll said I wanted odds in the chat. I get odds. That's fine. Yeah. Who are our honorable mentions, boys? <laughs> One honorable mention is Mike Tomlin. Great coach. Shitty luck this year, but he is fighting for a time to actually stay above 500, and he may have his first losing season ever as a coach this year. We will see. The other honorable mention is Bill Belichick. Um, you amass the amount of rings that he has. Um, you really – can't keep him out of the conversation, um, but you look what happened since Tom Brady's gone. Um, I will say the talent level is just not there for him, um, but you, when Tom Brady leaves, Bill Belichick got kind of exposed. These guys are coaching well with the hands given to them, but we feel like the next 10 are really uh, making a name for themselves in the league. So let's start off with number 10, Tybo. Sean. 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 Sorry. We got Robert Salah. Good things with the Jets. Sucks that he has Zach Wilson because if he didn't, they could be a lot better. But he has Zach Wilson and they are where they are right now. One of the truer defensive minded head coaches out there, right? Yep. Number nine. Mike McDaniel. Um, Lots of guys call him a play calling guru for uh, the offensive side of the ball. Definitely offensive minded. Um, He's done some pretty good things um, with Miami this year. Uh, Even though he's gotten lucky with some talent. Number eight. Mike Vrabel. 
to have the Titans still at seven and eight after having the most players ever on the injured reserve just goes to show you how good of a coach he is. Number seven, Doug Peterson um, outdueled Bill Belichick in a Super Bowl. Um, has done, I mean, just look in the most of the way through his season with the Jaguars. Look what he's done with them. Um, Urban Meyer um, almost destroyed that team, um, and the Jaguars weren't good to begin with. Um, but Doug Peterson, great coach. Number six. Nick Sirianni, great record with the Eagles and everything, but as we alluded to or talked about before the podcast, the Eagles have the most talented roster in the NFL, it looks like, both on offense and defense. Number five, Pete Carroll. Um, Some questionable calls uh, in some Super Bowls, um, but his longevity and what he's done with Geno Smith at quarterback – um, after letting go a guy like Russell Wilson, who's been the staple of your offense for years, um, I do think speaks to his uh, talent as a coach. Number four. John Harbaugh. They have Lamar Jackson hurt, still winning a few games, having no receivers on your team, and still having a pretty decent defense, even though you started off terrible, letting up a lot of leads in the fourth quarter. You are where you are right now. Very consistent. Number three, the guy who bred Mike McDaniel, uh, Kyle Shanahan. Um, you look at what happened has happened to his quarterback position um, since he's been with the 49ers, um, making it to a Super Bowl. Wait, was Kyle Shanahan coach when? Okay, so yeah, making it to a Super Bowl with Jimmy G. Um, to, to be able to almost plug and play anybody at the quarterback position and get results um, as a Obviously, offensive-minded coach. I mean, he's good. Number two. Sean McDermott. He has been doing great things with the Bills. He has been leading them to one of the top teams in the NFL for the past few years, and they are finally looking like they're at the top right now. The best coach in the NFL. Were we going to give it to anybody else? It's Big Red, baby. Andy Reid. I don't think there's a better coach out there. He's been doing it consistently more so than any other coach. I would say bar Belichick just specifically because of rings. He's done it with a number of different teams, quarterbacks, main pieces and weaponry. Uh, It's very hard to top Andy Reid and what he's been able to do through his tenure as an NFL coach. And that brings us from our power rankings right into the top three games of the week. Uh, Sean chose first last week, so it is Tybo's turn. What is your game of the week, sir? I got Jets-Seahawks. I believe this is going to be a competitive game, but even more so because these teams are kind of on the outside looking in. Um, They need to win, and they also need some help to get into the playoffs. Um, I think, you know, given the lack of talent at the quarterback position on one side of the ball, um, I am I am leaning towards the Seahawks um, to win this game, but I do think it's going to be very competitive, um, going to be fun to watch. Whoever loses this game will mathematically be eliminated from the playoffs, so it is They're fighting for their lives. For 
I am going to take a battle uh, that comes on Monday night for mine. It is the Bills versus the Bengals in Cincinnati. If the Bills win, they lock up the number one seed. If they lose, Kansas City Chiefs bring it back to another AFC uh, an AFC championship game in Kansas City known as the Kansas City Invitational. It's a hell of a game. <laughs> You've got Joe Burrow, who has been on his horse, weapons all around. De- defense has been playing well. We'll have to see how their main uh, pass rusher, Hendricks, does with that broken wrist and no club. Uh, he's going to have to come through big and play through that pain. Uh, the Bills losing Von Miller, their pass rush has not been that great since losing him. Josh Allen has clearly been in a regression this season, but still pulled out some big wins uh, with a lot of help from his teammates. It's going to be another battle, and it's going to be for the number one seed going on, um, and the Bengals can lock up uh, the the AFC North this week with a win as well. That goes on to my game of the week. I'm going to go with the Vikings versus the Packers. I've had the Vikings a few times so far. This is really a win or go home for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. If they win out, they have a chance of making the playoffs. If they lose this week, looks like they will not make it unless they get some sort of tremendous help. Let's see if this is the end of Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. And I am really tired of seeing the Vikings win one score game. So there's a <laughs> lot to go for it. What could happen? Rodgers out or the Vikings lose a one score game. That does it for games of the week. Those are the three that you need to have your butts in seats for and watching what happens there. Playoff implications all around. Like Sean said, the Packers have to win out to make the playoffs regardless of anything else. That is the first thing that they must do. And it is that time of the show that we get into week 17 pick'em. Got some games lined up here. It was finally released on what time the games would be playing over the last few days. So our we've uh, we've already obviously picked our Thursday night game. It's going on right now. Uh, we also have picked the Chiefs-Broncos game, which will be the first game at noon. If you haven't heard that, make sure to go back and listen to the Chiefs podcast. So we'll get to our next noon game. There's two teams that are out of the playoffs. It is the Cardinals who head into Atlanta and take on the Falcons. The Falcons at home are three-point favorites. Yeah, I like what I've seen between Desmond Ritter and Drake London so far in the two starts that he's had. Uh, Drake London looks like a guy that we really, at least I hyped up at the beginning of the year. Looks like he's back to that state. Go ahead and give me the Falcons. I will also take the Falcons in this game. Is Kyler Murray out for the season? Out for the season. Yeah. I'll go ahead and go Falcons, too. Pretty easy pick. In our next noon game, we have got the uh, Chicago Bears who will head into Detroit and take on the Lions. They're not out of the playoffs yet. They do have to win out, get a little bit of help. But at home, the Detroit Lions are six-point favorites. Now, this seems like a game that the Lions are going to lose. But I have to pick the Lions. I can't take them my eyes off them right now they're just too fun to watch <laughs> Sean's in uh, love I will, with Dan Campbell hey, man, love me some Dan Campbell fun, 
listen, they're a fun team. It's finally good to see them come back. Um, I had high hopes for them to make the playoffs. It's going to take a lot of a lot of help, uh, but just like the Packers, their destiny lies in their own hands to start off with. I'm going to take the Lions to beat the Bears this week. Uh, what's up with Justin Fields and his shoulder? He'll be, um, fine. he'll be fine. He's in. Pick the Bears. You want me to pick the Bears? Yeah. An A, Junior. Fine. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I don't think they can do it. I'm going to pick the Lions. <laughs> Easy enough. In our next noon game, we have got the Miami Dolphins who head into New England and take on the Patriots. Remember, Tua is not in this week. Um, both teams need a win to get into the playoffs. Patriots at home, two and a half point favorites in this game. Hmm. Favorites, huh? That's closer than I thought. I like Teddy Two Gloves down in Miami. Give me the Dolphins. Wow. Tyreek Hill's going to have a huge game. Go off. I am going to take the Patriots. Uh, Tua does a lot for this team. Teddy has spent too much time on the sidelines with a concussion himself as well. New England comes out with a win here. I I think the better team and the team that should win is the Dolphins. But here's the thing. Miami has spent years spoiling little things for the Patriots. Um, I think this is the Patriots' turn to absolutely crush Miami's hopes of getting into the playoffs. Um, give me the Patriots. I like that. Next up at noon, we've got the Indianapolis Colts who head into New York and take on the Giants who need to continue to win out uh, so that they can also make the playoffs. I think they get in with a win this week. Uh, at home, the Giants are five-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, this game was only to three quarters. I'd pick the Colts, but the Colts suck in the fourth. Give me the Giants. I will also pick the Giants to win here. This is going to be a wild card, um, but I'm going to pick the Colts. New year for Saturday? Maybe it changes it? I don't think it's anything to do with uh, with Saturday, but it'll be an interesting matchup nonetheless. We'll get to our next game. It is the New Orleans Saints who head into Philadelphia and take on the Eagles at home. The Eagles are six and a half point favorites. That's kind of low. Yeah. Gardner Minshew is the best backup quarterback in the NFL. Give me the Eagles. Easy enough for me. I'm taking the Eagles too. Same. Next up at noon, we have got the Carolina Panthers. This one's for the AFC South, boys. Panthers have to win this game to keep themselves alive. The Bucks need to keep them. They need to win this game to get themselves in the playoffs. Panthers head into Tampa. The Bucks at home are three-point favorites. Give me the Panthers. They beat them the first time. They're going to do it again and make the playoffs. This is a tough one for me. I know Tom Brady. I shouldn't bet against him. Oh, which I'm going to take the Bucks. I am also taking the Bucks. I 
can't I can't do it. I don't care how good the Panthers have been with Steve Wilkes at the helm. You got Sam Darnold. Lightning doesn't strike twice. Our next game uh, in the noon hour is the Cleveland Browns who head into Washington and take on the Commanders. Uh, the commies at home are two and a half point favorites. Yeah, it's sad because Wentz is the quarterback again, and Browns have just been a dumpster fire since Deshaun Watson got back. Uh, I expect Wentz to go down or to get benched in this game and Heineke to, Heineke to come in and save the day. So give me the commies. And overall, the commies just have a better team. Deshaun has not played well this season. If they have any hopes of trying to do anything, uh, the Browns obviously already eliminated, but give the ball to Nick Chubb. Uh, give me the commies <laughs> to win. Uh, is Chase Young playing in a full capacity? Uh, well, like, is he limited at all? I, that I don't know. I know that he's in, he's had full practices. I do not know if he's on a snap count. He was I, last I think, week, but it was regardless just depends on how he plays. Yeah, I think I'm, I'll, I'll go ahead and take comments here, too. Easy enough. Our next game is going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars who head into Houston and take on the two-win Texans. Jacksonville, uh, excuse me, uh, the Texans at home are, I believe, four-point dogs. Texans have been playing so good lately. Don't give me the Jaguars. I'm going to take the Jags. They're playing for that uh, division win and final playoff spot of anybody in the AFC South who can get in. Give me the Jags. Who did the Texans just beat? Uh, This past week, the Texans beat uh, the Titans. Oh, that's right. Oh. Do it. Pick the Texans. They're going to win. I really want to pick the Texans. You guys know how much I hate Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. I want to switch my pick now. Can I go Texans? Is that what you want? Yeah. Oh, dude, when have we ever been able to change picks? Hold on, do it. Wait, you asked. You can. It's not. The the, the episode is not over, We never asked before. The episode is not over. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Who are you you taking? Texans. Texans. I took the Jags. Which way you follow? <laughs> I'm going to take the Jags. <laughs> <laughs> Easy enough. Uh, this is a big in, comeback week for me. Could be. Sure, bud. Could be. Uh, next up, we've got the 49ers who head, in, head into Vegas and take on the Raiders without Derek Carr. Uh, at home, Raiders, nine and a half point dogs. <laughs> Ugly. <laughs> Raiders. Across Niners the board. for me. Yeah. Okay. I don't think that's a I don't think that's a question there. The next game, uh, that was our first three o'clock game. So our next three o'clock game is gonna be the New York Jets who head into Seattle and take on Geno and the Seahawks. At home, the Seahawks are two point dogs. I already yeah. said it. Oh wait, whoops. Yeah, you're not you're not going first anymore, man. Mike White is I'm back. So used to it. Zach Wilson is not going to be dressed at all so that'll be a very interesting side on the sideline if you actually see that if he's not wearing anything but give me the Jets I think I have to go with the Seahawks here they're still vying for a playoff spot and it can happen Tyler Lockett is back this week I don't think Gino will be as bad uh so yeah I'll, t- I'll take the Seahawks this week 
I already said it earlier. I'm also taking Seahawks. Our next game, it is a 325 game. The Vikings who head into Green Bay to take on the Packers, who are still playoff hopefuls. Green Bay at home are three and a half point dogs. Yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to do Aaron Rodgers things and give me the Packers. I have to agree. They haven't played well all season, but Aaron really turns it on at the end of the season when things get down and dirty. I mean, Packers walk away with a win. I'll go ahead and take the Vikings. I would love to see Aaron Rodgers' uh, playoff hopes just get absolutely crushed. Oh, I would absolutely love it. There's nothing better than watching him lose in the playoffs, though. That's true. Because it happens every year. Uh, This was a game that got flexed from the Sunday night uh, showdown. It is the SoFi slowdown, as I called it. Uh, The Rams are the away team in SoFi. They take on the Chargers as as the home team. The Chargers are six and a half point favorites. Do you think they ever share the home locker rooms? Like if the Rams are away, the Chargers have the home locker room or do like they, they have their own separate locker rooms? I believe that they have a minimum of three locker rooms in this stadium. You've got one for the Chargers, you've got one for the Rams, and then you have one for the away team. I, I would believe that would be the best setup uh, for this. I would figure they would put the Chargers in the away locker room because the Chargers usually don't have fans. But they're going to win this game. I'm taking the Chargers as well. Didn't the Rams just recently put up like 50 points or something? Against 51 the to 14 against the Broncos. Could be feeling confident about uh, against the uh, AFC West teams. But uh, I'm feel confident. Go ahead. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> it's ah. the Chargers. <laughs> easy, easy. Uh, final game on Sunday. It is the Sunday night game that got flexed into it. It is the Pittsburgh Steelers who head into Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Baltimore at home is a two and a half point favorite. And this is a battle for Mike Tomlin to try to stay above 500 for his record. I like the Steelers in this one. No Lamar Jackson for the Ravens. Give it to me. No Lamar. John Harbaugh is in not only on our power ranking, but in the top five for a reason. I got the Ravens. Yeah, uh, this was almost a toss-up for me, but the second half of the season, Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters have been playing much better. Um, I think overall the Ravens have a better team and the Steelers' offense, I I don't, have never believed in them um, with Pickett or Trubisky or whoever they're trotting out there. I don't believe in any of them. This is, I believe, the final Monday night game as well. So after this week, there are no more Monday night games. There are no more Thursday night games. Finish off the season on a Sunday, and then we get right into the playoffs. It's a showdown, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Bills who head into Cincinnati to take on Joey B and the Bengals. At home, the Bengals are one-point favorites. Yeah, give me the Bengals. I think we are all like kind of obligated to call the Bengals here, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm taking the Bengals. Tybo's taking yeah. the Bengals. We Listen, need we gotta, it. We, gotta we have need it. We need it. It has <laughs> to happen. We need 
I feel much more comfortable with the number one seed, get everybody nice and healthy for the playoffs. And that we, would also mean the Bills would probably have to play the Bengals. Bills and the Bengals would have to play each other. That would be the two and the three seed right there. Uh, bing, bang, boom. Uh, the Bengals would actually take the number two seed if the season was to finish, given the Bengals win that game, which would be very interesting. So uh, shakeups in the seedings, lock-ins for playoffs, players hitting the dirt, dusty dirt road of a long offseason at the end of this week. A lot of guys most likely getting benched and out in week 17. Uh, got got to see what happens here because uh, this is this is going to be it. This is going to be the final one with only a couple games to shake out in week 17. Interesting nonetheless. Make sure to check us back out on Tuesday, uh, Wednesday as we review how this week went, see who's still left to make the playoffs. Um, let us know if Sean's Just the Tips have helped you in your fantasy league this season at all. We'd love to you. know. Or hurt you. I would I would really like to know if they hurt you. That would be the best best portion of this because uh, then we could, uh, we could throw that back on him. But like I said, check us back out on Wednesday. We'll bring you Throw all. it back on. <laughs> I, we, we might have to start bringing phrasing from Archer and incorporating it because you don't. You don't choose the greatest phrases sometimes, man. <laughs> Wonderful. This guy's getting off over here. We're throwing it back on Sean. Like, what? <laughs> Somebody's throwing it back on them. It ain't me. (laughs) (laughs) Check us back out on Wednesday to get a review of the week. And always remember, go Chiefs. Go Go Chiefs. Chiefs.